McMahon here with you already. Paul's riding the pot. I have no idea what's going on. The volume's all over the place. That's how we like to roll here on our midnight rides. I got you for five hours. 877-337-6666 for the warm-up show. There he is again. Paul, who's, you know, I heard him with Keith just interject his dog talk for no reason. Keith is talking about his Keith is talking about his son and whether or not what sport his son's going to play when he grows up. And Paul just interjects, get him into dogs. Paul, I love you. And I saw the video, and I'm really happy that someone actually gave you a gift. But And you should, uh, the dog company sent Paul a gift full of dog toys. He's out there. He's out in the newsroom playing with tennis balls. It's very exciting. He got a new hat and everything. I'm happy for him. But he's just blatantly interjecting dog talk. I appreciate it. Look, you'll have your time. I know you love those dogs, Paul. Everyone loves a good four-legged friend. That's true. That's a man's best friend. And you know what I was thinking of? I think we need a new best friend because it's it's just desolate times here. So I'm thinking about it today, right? So obviously we're watching the NFL playoffs. Oh, uh, I think the Devils were the only local team that played tonight. So we had no basketball, limited hockey. We're watching... The replay of the games, we're thinking about where we are as a, a sports city and what's going on. Nothing is happening. Nothing is happening with the baseball. Just absolutely nothing in free agency. Will the Yankees sign up for, will the Yankees look at the bullpen? Will the Mets do anything? I, nothing. So I'm thinking about it. And I'm trying to be positive and I'm looking for a new best friend. I'm looking for something to be positive about. And you know what? Today I'm listening and I'm frustrated. You know, it's, it's finally time. I am sick and tired of the uh, the Aaron Rodgers bashing. Like, I'm just sick. The man played golf. And somehow, oh, he's selfish. And, oh, he faked the... Let me tell you something right now. As we watch, as we watch these NFL playoffs, and we see particularly the AFC, and even the AFC East, let me tell you something right now. That healthy son of a gun who's recovered faster from an Achilles heel injury than anyone on recorded history who's already back to playing golf, which, by the way, that great teammate that is Aaron Rodgers took the offensive line on a Vegas golf trip. He's out there swinging. He's got a hole-in-one. Let me tell you something right now. As we watch it, and we watch the vaunted AFC that we've heard about forever, all the quarterbacks, all the best young quarterbacks are in the AFC. The AFC is so tough. Let me tell you something. Next year, this Jet team is going to be as good as any of them. The Jets have a window here with Aaron Rodgers that I've never felt better about watching the AFC playoffs. Yes, the Baltimore Ravens look like an absolute juggernaut. Lamar Jackson's a deserved MVP. He's an absolute stud. And right now, whether they lose running backs, they lose their superstar tight end, they have a great head coach, they have a great program, and this guy is an absolute stud. And right now, 
as much as I love the 49er roster and I expect it to be Baltimore and the 49ers in the Super Bowl, if the Baltimore Ravens are not the Super Bowl champs, the best team lost because the Ravens are the best team in the NFL this year. They're the best team all year. They're the best team right now. The Ravens are an absolute stud. But if you look besides that and you look at all the vaunted teams inside the AFC, you are currently watching. I don't care they're in the AFC Championship again, and I understand how good Patrick Mahomes is. And this combination of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have been a proven winner in this postseason. They are the next, you know, dynasty almost. If they win another one, for sure, I don't expect them to. But, hey, you never know. That's how good they are. But this is the worst variation of the Kansas City Chiefs we've seen. And I understand they've turned it on. They turned it on against a Bills team that's been decimated by injuries and a Miami team that couldn't show up in the cold. And they figured out a way who also lost pass rushers defensively. And they put two good performances here in the postseason offensively. But by far, anyone would admit this is the worst adoration and worst offense that the Kansas City Chiefs have had under the Patrick Mahomes era. Then you look at Buffalo. Buffalo's the talk of the town, losing this game. Are they ever going to be able to make it over the hill? We talk about the the level of, of where they are with their salary cap, the number they're already over, the looking the, the idea that Diggs has clearly lost a step. The connection with Allen and Diggs is nowhere near what it used to be, which is what made the team dynamic offensively for a lot. And as great as Allen is, the rest of this team, the defense uh, coached by a coach right now that the talk of the town is whether or not he's still going to be the head coach, whether or not Bill Belichick would step in, which I can't imagine him going to Buffalo, but that would be one hell of a story. But ultimately, this team that got better under under the Brady, the new offensive coordinator, that turned into a run game pretty much, continues to fall short in its biggest moments. And right now, I don't know what the rest of the roster is going to look like next year. I don't know. I mean, really, Gabe, Gabe Davis, like, he, he couldn't play this year, but obviously this last week. But I don't know if Diggs and Allen will ever be the same, if Diggs is the same kind of player, if he'll even be on the team next year. And how many times can you continue to push the ball up the, the 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 boulder up the hill only to have it fall down? Like I don't know how many more years they they just went six and six and worked their asses back into winning this division and still can't get over the hump. Eventually, that takes a toll on you. So when you look at this division that Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets are going to be in, you got the Buffalo Bills, who in my mind have just hit a wall. And I, and I don't know where they are cap-wise, and we'll see what they are next year. You got a, Miami's, a Miami Dolphins team that has now proven, A, all year long, as good as they can be, as dynamic as this offense is, as incredible as Hill can be. Besides the Dallas Cowboys, who are frauds themselves, what, who's the name me a team, a damn good team that, that Miami beat all year long. And then if they don't have the perfect elements... If the weather isn't perfect, if everyone's not healthy, if if everything's not perfect, that offense is a precise passing game. And if it's windy, if it's cold, Tua and that offense don't work. And I understand that they're still in the you like their head coach and what their odds has become. I still don't trust them as far as I can throw them. And you look around the rest of the landscape of the AFC, the Cincinnati Bengals and Burrow dynamic, how, how, how often has he been injured? Who knows what he'll come back next year? 
with an arm problem, let alone his offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, is about to get the job in Tennessee. New offensive coordinator coming off injuries yet again. How about Lawrence and the Jags? Oh, the Jags are going to be great forever. And that They couldn't win this lousy division. Trevor Lawrence had a miserable year because of injury at the second half, but still couldn't win this lousy division, lost every single game down the stretch but one, and absolutely blew it and fell on their face. C.J. Stroud has now emerged, but he's still a rookie off one year with a roster that, yes, hey, they're building something. They won a playoff game, but we've seen right here with the Giants what a new coach and winning one playoff game means. Absolutely nothing necessarily. Although as much as I love C.J. Stroud, we have no idea. This is the time right now is watching the NFL, and we're getting ready for the championship games, and we look at this team, I'm sorry. I'll still, I feel as good as I've ever felt about this window of the New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers, this defense, and their need to go all in and their ability to go out there and get a wide receiver. They've got a top 10 draft pick. Go out there, fix the offensive line, and you can be right in this spot a year from today. A year from today, as we talk about who's the next team that can win a championship and whether it's the Rangers. And even though they have some of the faults and I'm concerned with their goalie right now, that would still be the answer. But whether we're talking about the Rangers, obviously the Yankees had Juan Soto but still don't go all in. The Mets are pretty much punting on the year. The Knicks are right there as good as they've ever been in 20 years. But do they have that next superstar? Are they good enough to take on the the Celtics of the NBA, are they good enough to take on the Bucks? Are they good enough to win an NBA championship? Because honestly, as I look over the landscape of the city and our doldrums that we are in currently, and I look at the AFC picture, and I look at the NFL landscape, call me crazy, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy next year, we will be talking about the New York Jets playing this week next year. They have a window. They can absolutely go do it. This team can do it. I believe in the defense. I believe in Rodgers after, you know, I mean, and it's just, I'm just tired. Listen, I don't, I don't agree with everything he says on Pat McAfee, nor do I think he should be out there saying it all. And I was killing him the last two weeks or two weeks ago when he's talking about, you know, getting rid of the noise and all that matters is winning. And then he's going on Pat McAfee on these long rants about COVID and the vaccines and 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 Epstein Island and Jimmy Kimmel. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But that doesn't change. And now, you know, Jordan Love wins a couple of games for Green Bay and wins a playoff game and plays the Niners tight. And suddenly that's an indictment on Rodgers. Playing golf's an indictment on Rodgers. Let me tell you something. You are talking about one of the handful of greatest quarterbacks to ever play. And if he's healthy and they can add another wide receiver to go along with what we've seen from Garrett Wilson, to go along with clearly the emer- the absolute emergence the last few weeks of the run game and what we saw, I mean, there is no doubt, there is no doubt in my mind that this defense, this team, and that quarterback are good enough to now compete in an AFC as I watch it that I no longer feel the same way about. I don't feel the same way about the Buffalo Bills. As dynamic as the offense was of the Miami Dolphins, you saw how it went down the stretch. You've seen all year, every time they were tested against a good team in this league, they folded and what happened in the postseason. 
That offense, Tua looked like he couldn't throw the football. The Cincinnati Bengals have Burrow injured. Might have a new offensive coordinator. Lawrence had a miserable year, and they wanted they blew a division that they absolutely should have won with their eyes closed. And unless the Chiefs had a whole bunch of wide receivers, it could be the worst offense the Chiefs have had in forever, despite the fact that they're right back in the championship game. That might speak more to the rest of the AFC than it does the Kansas City Chiefs. And so I, for one, as I'm looking for positives, as we are getting ready for a championship weekend that our two teams could not be further away from, as we talk about this baseball offseason off season having absolutely no buzz to it, no life to it, and we're just waiting for the season to start and pitchers and catchers to start on February 14th, as we look and pray and, and beg our, our hockey teams and our basketball teams that haven't really you know, been championship contenders forever, certainly the Knicks, I turn to the Jets. I still do. And I look at Aaron Rodgers, and I look at that team, and I look at the fading landscape of the AFC, and I say, why not them? Why not them? 877-337-6666. We could also do the Giants, too. Look at their division. Cowboys, Eagles, in complete upheaval. Who knows? Who, is Wink Martindale going to go coach in Philadelphia? Who else? You know, What are they going to do with their coordinators? It sounds like Sirianni keeps his job. McCarthy's still in, in Dallas. Does that mean they're frauds? Giants hopefully will be drafting a quarterback. It might be a quicker turnaround than we think when you look at the rest of the NFL. The Jets just need to make sure they get a legitimate backup quarterback, whether it be Jacoby Brissett or whether it be Gardner Minshew. I don't care who. But I, I, what I've seen from the, from the AFC here and what I think about the future of that division, the Jets are right there. The Jets are right there. And there is no reason why a year from now we shouldn't be talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets in this game next year. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you for the next almost four hours on our five-hour midnight ride. we got a lot to get to. We'll get to those Knicks and the Hartenstein injury and seeing what kind of depth they should add. I've been going on and on about adding some guard depth. Do they need some size if Hartenstein is dealing with a, a, an ankle or foot injury for a long period of time? We're getting to the Baseball Hall of Fame. The vote is tomorrow. I got a strong opinion about one of the guys on the ballot that not many people are talking about. And then, of course, we got news today that there is going to be something we haven't heard, at least I haven't heard, since 1993. So we got to get to that. 